0: I thought the new wisdom
1: on goalies was you can just always find one, Mm -hmm. right? So whether it's one of these two guys or whether they just go out and they get the Al Montoya of somewhere, (laughs) like, you know, go for it. So just not, you know, Frederick Anderson. (laughs) My God. That guy's like that guy's like a paper target, the gun range. And I was never sure that Frederick Anderson was that great to begin with. I don't think he was. You know who was actually sneaky good, even though everybody said he was actually good? James Reimer. James Reimer. How's that guy doing?
0: Um, I think he's having a nice time. He's got that so, lack
1: of income tax. So, do you guys want to talk about the uh, Senators' month in review? Look at what's coming up for November, or do you want to just roast Leafs goalies? Oh, Leafs goalies, please. Yeah. Let's just do that. We can do a tight twenty on how bad Frederick Anderson is. But what do you think? What's what What's wrong with Cody ZZ? I don't know.
0: You <laughs> it in red. Remember Todd White. Where did Eric Carlson eat last night? It doesn't matter if you ask. It's the Check and Luke podcast. Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode McCammond of the Chet Sellers and Luke Percy podcast. I'm Luke, and I'm joined, as always, by the man who's a little peeved he doesn't have his own bobblehead this year. It's Chet Sellers.
1: <laughs> How you doing, man? Pleasure to be here. Uh, you know what? Love the show. I was going to say that every time you beat me to that, <laughs> it's brutal. The question is, am I saying it like I'm declaring that I love the show, or I'm telling you like it's an order? Like, <laughs> like that's that's the uh, the subtlety to it that uh, you have to pick. Up on why not both? It's like is it is it a declaration or a command? <laughs> Love the show. That's very big brother of you, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I am much older than you. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing good.
0: Hockey season is upon us, and it doesn't totally suck. Hockey season has descended upon us like a crushing fog yes. that we will
1: not escape from until April or hopefully May.
0: Like pain, you forget how terrible it is until it seizes you once more.
1: Right. But then you just sort of learn
0: to live with it, right? cope. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's 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 pain management strategies. Yes. And oddly enough, opioids are <laughs> <laughs> we factor in both. <laughs> Folks, it's, uh, we're what, seven games in the auto Senators' season? I believe that's right. They have 4 wins and 3 losses, which is technically above 500. They're looking good sometimes and
1: they're looking bad sometimes. What are your uh, what are your sort of takeaways from the first couple of weeks of the season? Like what stands out to you? I think I like Guy Boucher. Didn't know
0: how to deal with this uh, kind of James Bond supervillain head coach. What's he going to do? Is he going to run his vaunted one three one in the neutral zone? What's his? <laughs> what sort of magic is he gonna? Is he gonna whip up? Like if you if you look at Bond villains on a kind of scale of say, like, Blofeld to Hank Scorpio, um,
1: I, Guy Boucher is right in the middle. He's right in the middle, and I like the sort of twinkly disdain that he has during press conferences to yes. pretty much every question, where someone from the Ottawa media stands up and asks him a question, and while the question is being asked, you can see that in his head, yeah. the only thing he's thinking is, what are those? <laughs> oh, God, not Brennan again. <laughs> you know? He's like, I don't have time for this. I have to go back and work on capital T, The six. What is, can I ask a question? What is, everybody's saying, oh, you know, are the players buying into the system? Mm -hmm. Is the system starting to work? The system is taking hold. We can already see the impact of the system. I'm not smart and I don't understand hockey fundamentals, so I have no idea what the system is. Like, to me, the system might not even actually be anything to do with hockey. Like, it might be, like, this is Guy Boucher's version of Scientology. Yeah, it's like, just, he's like, all right, everyone read Dianetics. No one can explain (laughs) it, but it just sort of, like no 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 you just need to buy into this like i feel like everybody had to take a personality test before <laughs> determining if the system was right for them you know like yeah. like i don't understand the system but people say well you know the system is starting to show its effects this early in the uh, year and i think i'm like that, I, that sounds good to me yeah. i don't know what it is yeah go system <laughs> there you go i'm a system guy all the way you know
0: team system uh, that's the thing like i was at the uh canadian tire center for a game the other day and it was just a big row of fat Dudes with no shirt and just spout out system <laughs> on their chest, and I was like, you know what? The fans are buying into this as well. You I know what? It. First
1: of all, I mean, it's very rare that I can get my whole family together like that, so <laughs> it was a nice moment for me. And I don't need you body shaming uh, my uncles and aunts. <laughs> yeah, the, the system
0: first star of the early part of the season for the Ottawa Senators. I like to think that basically practices or trying to drill the system has just been Gibouche showing film of bad shifts under Dave Cameron. And then saying don't do that
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's probably <Yeah>. moving on <laughs> the system is making tom Pyatt a superstar i'll say that yes uh, like to, the idea that you could have a guy just kind of kicking around the swiss league but actually turn out to be you know a productive nhl player in spite of the fact that nobody wanted him until you know he was a part of the system uh speaks volumes to me there was a, i was at the uh, game they lost against the lightning mm-hmm. the other day and there was one guy about five rows behind me who was you know yelling a lot and my <laughs> my Favorite one was he was silent for a while. Well, by the time they'd gone down about 3 1, and then all of a sudden you just hear him yell, BOYS! <laughs> <laughs> But he was so excited about Tom Pyatt, this drunk guy. He was just, every time the, the, he had the puck, he was just like, Tommy! <laughs> and like, the one thing I will say about Tom Pyatt is you know, as star of the system, mm-hmm. right? As as a as a key... As, as a key Tom Cruise of the system. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's um, running at an incredible rate of speed, <laughs> but not moving all that quickly. <laughs> Tom Pyatt has been one of those guys that surprised me just because he seems to always be able to take the puck in into the opponent's zone. like He seems to be Mm -hmm. able to get open, take the puck, hold it, get over the blue line, get down close to the net. He doesn't seem to be doing anything with it once he gets down there, but he has been, I guess, driving play. Yeah, he's like,
0: what if Clark MacArthur and Eric Condra had a hockey player child?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're getting into the slash portion of this (laughs) podcast. But I don't know if this makes any sense, but to me, Tom Pyatt is like a Swiss version of Waffle House. Like, he He's always open it's like oh, waffle house where it's spelled with an h-a-u-s yeah exactly he's the swiss waffle house good. that guillaume latin is probably going to right now uh, he's he's always open uh, but unfortunately he's unable to close <laughs> does that make any sense i don't know swiss waffle house tom piatt look man they can't always be home runs <laughs> well i settle for
0: a double <laughs> tom piatt's been a revelation i'll tell you who's been good
1: Ryan Dzingle, Ryan Dzingle, he's pretty fast. He is Dzingle and ready to mingle. Is it on is, the top line? First of all, that's copyright 2015, Chet Sellers. Uh, <laughs> if not before that, by someone who rhymed Dzingle, which is a delightful last name with any word that rhymes with ingle, uh, which is mostly words that sound funny and vaguely um, genitalia related. You've got Dingle.
0: Jingle mingle. and single and single. tingle. Yeah. I'm still waiting to hit him with the Matt Zinglewood later in the year. Can I ask, is it is it Zingle or De Zingle? Because I've I've heard both. It I think it depends on what you're trying to rhyme it with. Right. If you're trying to say his name in the middle of a play, you're like Ryan zingle Right. If I you're mean, using it in a joke,
1: you're like Zingle <laughs> Bells. Okay, but it's like like I I feel like he's probably you know one of those polite guys who doesn't correct people mm-hmm. when they get his name wrong. Um and he probably gets it 50/50 like his entire life. But if it were me and it were Dezingle, I would be saying to people and making a point of saying, "It's Dezingle with a hard D." Yes. <laughs> and that is going to get edited out of this podcast. <laughs> Because it's not a funny joke, and it's slightly and also offensive. it's filthy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that's the kind of stuff that we make sure we we say to each other, and then we conscientiously trim out, yeah, and then we after. say we can't keep that in. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so we had a very long bit about how to say Ryan Zingle, but uh, excellent. But no, I think uh, I think Zingle's been great. I think he's he's our new Eric Condra, except he's faster and he can score goals. Right. So in that way, he's not at all like Eric Condra. <laughs> uh, Eric.
0: Condor's playing for Syracuse right now, which is sad. Yeah. Uh, so, Malay McCulloch is in the AHL right now. Right. Colin Greening's in the AHL. Phil Veroni. Also in the AHL.
1: Phil Veroni had some real heat in preseason, <laughs> but it turned out to be the heat generated by a dying star. Yes. Uh, because, unfortunately, he wasn't able to do much other than circle around behind the net during the uh, actual regular season once he got five or six games under his belt. There's a couple of ways
0: that stars can die. One, obviously, is a uh, supernova. Mm-hmm. Th- um, and the other one is it can become so massive that it collapses on itself and turns into a black hole but there's an in-between which is where you don't have enough mass to completely collapse into a black hole but nor do you have the energy transformed into a supernova and they call this a brown dwarf and you just kind of sit there as this very cool ball of you know matter and space i can feel my soul leaving my body as you tell me all of this that was Phil Veroni. <laughs> he, was, he was not... He, he didn't go Nova. He didn't just suck everything right. into his... Anything crossed his horizon, didn't also get right. sent
1: down to Binghamton. <laughs> he just kind of faded right. out. He played low event horizon hockey. He did. Um, what I regret about the devotion of Phil Veroni, though, is that I was hoping that at least once this season we would see him get the puck in, get down low, Send it back out to the point to, like, let's say, I don't know, Cody Cece. Somebody mm-hmm. was on the point. Have Cece immediately fire it over to Hoffman for a one timer and score a goal, and then mm-hmm. they would say, "Goal, Philip Cece Hoffman." Uh, <laughs> but unfortunately, now that, that can that never... wasn't that wasn't the one one of the ones you wrote down on your phone. Was now it? that can never happen. I don't even own a phone. I live in a nineteen seventy eight <laughs> Ford Catalina. Come on. <laughs> Come on, that's a good one. You always say I don't rehearse. (laughs) Yeah, it's
0: true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So you and I went to the season opener. Uh, Which I believe now is called the Austin Matthews game. (laughs) Why do they call it that, Chet? (laughs) What happened? Did something
1: interesting and notable happen in that game? That was a great night because not only did you get to see history being made, but the Senators still won the game. (laughs) It's usually the opposite of when history is made. Its own type of history. Yeah. No, that was was an entertaining game. I'm glad they won that game. But uh, best of luck to Austin Matthews. I hear he's a uh, dynamic young individual. I don't know if you've heard anything about Leafs fans uh, getting a little excited about this kid. No, they've been pretty quiet about it. They've got this uh, Matthews kid. I've heard they've got someone named Mitch Marner <laughs> and a Nylander. Yeah, something know. like that. Anyway, so so they're all very excited about them and I'm glad to see Leafs fans finally having a bit of uh, a bit of spirit uh, and cheering for their team. No, they've suffered. It's nice they, to They've see. suffered for so long. I mean, the thing you do always have to remember is that, you know, it is it is unfortunate that as, as exciting as our new young stars are, our the Leafs, as we all know, are uh, not in God's plan. And yes. <laughs> so <laughs> it, uh, it really doesn't matter how excited they get. They're, they will find a way to disappoint, just like, uh, just like the Habs, right, <laughs> who still don't have anything of consequence from a year beginning with a two and will continue to be mediocre and disappoint their fans. And it's only the Senators, pure of heart, pure of mind, and pure of spirit, who will one day triumph. Not only over the Eastern Conference and over those uh, windbags in Toronto and Montreal, but uh, over the uh, game of hockey itself. And I look forward to that as uh, early as this year. So yeah, the Austin
0: Matthews game, you can't win the Stanley Cup in the first game of the season, but you can certainly lose it. And the season for me would be a complete wash if the Ottawa Senators went out to that season opener at home against hated rival Toronto Maple Leafs and then just got blown out in their own building by Austin Matthews and Nylander and Mitch putting up like seven points and the senators losing like nine to three i'd be like that'd be it. cancel the season <laughs> we're done here i don't need to watch any of these 81 other games yeah, yeah it's okay so when we're there and austin matthews keeps scoring in my head i'm like this is it this is how i die
1: <laughs> this is the end like just the shell shock among Sens fans when he scored the third goal to yeah. say nothing of the fourth goal <laughs> i know was, hats
0: came raining down It was like great we're in it was other teams like, fans we, throwing
1: hats on the ice what like what do we do like do how do we even go home after this this hmm. is awful and then you know thankfully they won the game with like one of the sweetest undressings of Austin Matthews I've ever seen uh, given that it was his first NHL game uh, in 3 on 3 overtime and then not only did they win that game but they won the next game against the Habs they and didn't. they are I think to this point in the season the only team to have defeated the juggernaut Montreal Canadiens hater win Right, A couple hater wins from the Ottawa Senators. I think, I think the uh, I think the Habs are 7-0 and one overtime loss to mm-hmm. the Senators at this point. As you know, they started the last year nine zero and zero, uh, and we all know how that turned out. So, <laughs> best of luck to you, Habs, <laughs> and uh, you know, try not to slip on all the drool that Pierre LeBrun's <laughs> been laying around. <laughs> So, here's my question. Um, we're taping this on Saturday mm-hmm. after Chris Drieger, who we like, mm-hmm. uh, but unfortunately is, you know, number three in the depth chart. Had a decent preseason. but Number I mean, three for a reason. He's an AHL goalie, and you can't expect to call up your AHL goalie in a time of great need and actually assume that <laughs> they're going to win a bunch of games. Yeah, that never happens. Or at least not again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so now, then today, they've called up Matt O'Connor. Um, my only question with Matt O'Connor is, do we have to consult with Eugene Melnick on his usage? Like, is, <laughs> is he kind of the guy who decides when Matt O'Connor gets to start at this point? You can't start he's Matt had, O'Connor at home he's against had, the Habs. He's had views in the past, so <laughs> yeah. I'm just wondering if, you know, he's given the green light to call up Matt O'Connor and play him, or if this is really just an emergency call-up and Eugene Melnick is not, uh, not blessed the starting of Matt O'Connor. <laughs> Honor, given what happened the last time here's what I need Eugene Monick to speak on why are you jerking around wind and slewage that's a very good question. What is happening there? You can't do this again. It's not like... I mean, you know, every team has their anthem singer, mm-hmm. right? Like, the Habs have Jeanette Reno, mm-hmm. who's like an older version of Lyndon Sluidge with less pitch control and no nightstick. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bruins have that renee I don't remember Rancourt. his last name. Rancourt. That dude wearing the, like, tuxedo that's all glittery that looks yeah. like he could pull it off and he'd just have, like, a Speedo Yeah, he's him. had the same mustache since the Nixon administration. Yeah, but he's got that glittery tuxedo that looks like... Like a tearaway costume. Yeah, and he does the fist pump thing at the end. Yeah. But who didn't like Lyndon Slewage? Like, who was, of all the things to sort of say, you know what, we want to go in a little bit of a different direction. Uh, Spartacad's getting a little bit tired. Uh, nobody really likes the prime minister race anymore. Uh, we could probably look at other forms of in game entertainment. Why Lyndon Slewage? Like, what is the, like, Who, whoever spoke a bad word about that guy is what I want to know. Was about. this part of the, like, the queer out that happened when Dave Cameron and his coaching
0: staff got fired and they <laughs> were? And also Lyndon Sluage. We're we're going in a different top to bottom.
1: New strength and conditioning coach. New (laughs) anthem singer. Everything. And by
0: the way, I don't want to. This is not meant to impugn any of the new anthem singers, who by all accounts are fine, lovely musicians.
1: I've been to two games so far, and they've done a decent job, but they don't do it in the forty-five seconds that Lyndon Sluage promises. Mm -hmm. Right? Lyndon Sluage, you're in. You're out. It's like a, um, like a Woody Allen movie. You just run the credits and start the damn thing, you know? Um, no, but I don't know what's going on with Lyndon Slewage. I would guess that he either wants... He says, you know, he had some very passive-aggressive things to say in the newspaper. There was a, there was a bit of passive aggression. Uh, he says, you know, the ball's in their court. I just want the same money that I've gotten the last several years. But whether that's true or not, who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe he's adjusting for inflation. Mm-hmm. I guess a, a good question is, how much is
0: an appropriate amount to pay someone who sings a national anthem before a hockey game? What's he looking for, like, your money yeah i so guess he's so. looking for like a tight 300 and he wants like- his gas to get out there and you know yeah. hot dog get his white gloves dry cleaned that's a good point there are a lot of ancillary costs you know he's got to keep that uniform nice do you think the senators just got tired of him just sending dry cleaning bills <laughs> <laughs> just 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 invoice it to the senators yeah.
1: account they they know who i am but uh no i mean there's definitely a lot of uh, young local talent that will come and sing the anthem for 50 and a you know and an uber mm-hmm. so you know good luck to them and and uh,
0: you get to take a selfie with eric carlson
1: and i hope they work it out with Lyndon Sluage in time for the uh, for the Alfredson game in december
0: yes we want all the legends represented we want daniel Alfredson walking out on that red carpet on the ice past all the legends your laurie Boschman's,
1: chris phillips <laughs> yeah your Lyndon slewage you know who could be i don't want to say this but one because i don't know and two because it, it, it would hate to speculate or jinx anything but you know who could be around in time for the uh, alfredson game in december the guy who's coming back low-key like peppermint tea clark MacArthur wearing that blue non-contact jersey and,
0: boy, is he a sight for sore eyes. But he's
1: out there doing it, right? I mean, last year it was, what, four months before he even hit the ice and mm-hmm. then he got vertigo and stopped skating? Mm-hmm. And Nobody knows what's going on inside that guy's head except for him, and I'm sure the Senators, both for his sake and for, you know, the sake of their insurance, are not going to rush him back uh, until he completely clears his, you know, all the medical tests required, but uh, so far he seems to be making pretty decent progress. You ought to think that that's good for the
0: team morale. You know, you see this guy's hurting he's working hard to come back and you think you know what i can play this game i'm not hurt i can yeah. 40 gap in the morning spend a little more time in the gym yep quark MacArthur's doing it i can yep. do it too
1: then they then they go to the room where they keep patrick seal off and pelt him with oranges <laughs> and, you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they hit the hot tubs and you know <laughs> then it's steak time <laughs> That's what it's like to be a hockey player. A lot of steak. I liked that article
0: about uh, Curtis Lazar in Binghamton, the quote where he showed up for some away game, and was like, so where's the, uh, where's the visiting team gym? <laughs> and they were
1: like, oh, honey yeah. <laughs>
0: You're riding the buses now,
1: boy <laughs> yeah, There is a 70s exercise bike uh, By the dumpster that we're getting rid of The pickup is not till Thursday uh, So feel free to use that yeah. uh, If you'd like It's a little bit sticky in third gear uh, But we didn't think you were coming So that's probably the way that works Curtis Lazar just doing pull-ups on the exposed pipes (laughs) in various New York arenas. (laughs) Curtis Lazar, the first thing he did was he went onto Amazon and he found, like, a book about how to work out in jail. (laughs) That's what he's doing. He's doing a lot of bodyweight exercises, right? He's trying to develop resistance through any sort of band and pulley system he can rig up, uh, you know, in these uh, AHL arenas. It's really good for the core, though. Oh, yeah, and they're kicking around a deflated soccer ball. (laughs) Yeah. any other um, any other things jump out at you about the uh, the first couple weeks of the season? Uh, when's Mike Hoffman going to get it going? That's a
0: very good question. When is Mike Hoffman going to get it Players going? Players who have scored before Mike Hoffman. Everyone.
1: <laughs> Chris Neal. <laughs> <laughs> well, that happens every Neal. That's true. <laughs> I just, I, when I think about Chris Neal, I just change words in the sentence to Neal. So I just said, that happens every Neal. You know. No, but Chris Neal's uh, for a guy who's on his last year of a contract and you know nominally expected to retire at the end of the year. He's been pretty sharp. I think we got to talk about the like the team has been solid. The forward groups at
0: least have been solid, pretty top to bottom. I don't I don't look at the forwards and think there's a line that's really <laughs> letting down the side there. You know, everyone's kind of got their role. They're playing to their role
1: very well. So I feel like by you complimenting the forwards means you want to now say something about the defense. Uh, So, let's talk about my man, Cody Cece. Oh, Cody Cece is getting dragged. <laughs> like, I would, I think, I, I'll be honest with you, I think I've seen more out of Borowiecki than I have out of Cece. That is true. I've been watching Boro, like, this guy's not that bad. Like, <laughs> when Guy Boucher says, well, it's hard to get Shabbat into a game because Borowiecki's playing well. In mm-hmm. on the one hand, you're kind of like, eh, is that true? And then the other hand, you're like, well, relative to Cody Cece, it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. What happened to Cody Cece this past
0: summer? I don't like know. That, dude, that dude just sign a contract and then lie on the couch eating chips. I know because
1: did least- you not realize he was on deck to become the next Jared <laughs> Cowan, but more local? Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, Mike Hoffman doesn't have a goal yet, but he's definitely like you can tell he's struggling and he's frustrated. Mm-hmm. But he wants to. He's he's playing hard. He's probably playing too hard. He's getting shots off. Exactly. Corses are good. Cody Cece, my man, you're on a bridge deal. Yeah, like, this isn't. You're not making twenty million over the next four years. This now's is the it. time to figure it out. You got Dion Phaneuf over there, like, trying to motivate you by scowling at you. I don't know why that's not working with his weird high-pitched voice. Like, let's go, Cody! That's what Dion Phaneuf sounds like. Get her moving, bud! And he's frowning the whole time, so upset. That's why he's so mad. He's got that high pitched voice. I spent a lot of
0: time defending Cody Cece, being like, "No, he's still young. He can turn it around." But I don't like when turning
1: around means going down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when turning around means turning around to see the guy with the puck uh, yeah. between you and the net. <laughs> yeah, Cody Cece looks like Derek Zoolander. Like he can't turn left. He or something has like had that. some moments he's, that are
0: not good. He has had some Twitter moments. I've been that's hitting for the sure.
1: I've been hitting the film, and
0: sometimes I'm like, "Okay, that's a goal against." What's Cody? CC doing here? <laughs> <laughs> he shouldn't be there. queue <laughs> up the film, and then it's like, oh, it actually just destroyed the hard drive. Another problem for Cody CC is the frankly outstanding play of chris weidman right that dude's been getting stuff done on the third pairing that weidman Borvietsky pairing is a thing it's not uh, it's not the worst no yes which is you know the highest
1: compliment you can give to a third pairing right which is why thomas shabbat rather than doing anything to further his <laughs> career is just kind of sitting watching mark Borvietsky play
0: yeah but uh, to be fair he's also watching eric carlson play that's and I, I feel like they've got thomas shabbat there for the eric carlson experience yeah
1: not for the Mark Borvietsky blocking shots power. But error. how do you, like, I mean, I'm sure Eric Carlson does have some wisdom to impart, but how do you look at some of the things Carlson does, like that empty net goal that he had against Arizona, mm-hmm. uh, and be like, just do that! <laughs> like how does, Step one, be faster than everyone. <laughs> so, you can say, well, Shabbat is watching Carlson every night, but I'm watching Carlson every night. It's not making me a world-class defenseman. Like, mm-hmm. there's only so much of that that can actually translate, right? You do you, Thomas Shabbat. You've got to think that Thomas Shabbat
0: at least has some of uh, like similar physical tools. You don't have the skating ability of Eric Carlson. Oh, and you go to hell. Thomas Shabbat's closer to eric carlson on that skating yeah, i'll scale. give you that so i like to think that you know eric carlson's like look i was like you once <laughs> young fast great hair i yep. still have great hair yeah but here's what i've had to figure out about playing at this level yep. To not be good
1: not only have i done that i've also put on so much muscle that i now have like shadows within my arms yes like- that's true <laughs> dude doesn't even need to contour his biceps anymore they just yeah, look like that naturally. exactly he can actually show you the difference <laughs> between the biceps and the brachialis like <laughs> That's impressive. And then he just got he, he got another stupid tattoo though. Like, <laughs> like he's he's got those like what it's like all the way up to his hand now. Like I I always I don't have any tattoos, but the one thing that, the one advice I was given about tattoos, which makes sense, is get as many as you want, just not on your face, hands, or neck. Right? (laughs) Because if you ever, granted, Eric Carlson doesn't actually need to interview for a job uh, at this point. He's pretty set. In his life, but he's got that one playing card tattoo on, I think, his left arm that's creeping like onto his palm. (laughs) And it's just sort of like you're always going to, like, unless you're wearing gloves, you're going to see that all the time. So I hope you like it, bud. So we've got... Uh, so, you know, it's the end of October. They've played, uh, they played decently. The system is starting to take hold. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing what the system gives us in November. Because that's, 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 why, that's why we all watch right? hockey. I like, want to see the system chew up and spit out the Carolina Hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Another victim of the system. The Ottawa systems. Exactly. I like the uh, sort of preseason narrative that, oh, you know, Guy Boucher's system is going to cost Eric Carlson points. Like, no, Guy no. Boucher's system is going to have Eric Carlson shooting a lot. <laughs> So that's exciting Guy Boucher's system seems to be mostly Do
0: the thing you're good at more Yes Which I appreciate (laughs) (laughs) But it's not very
1: very complicated And I can get behind the results But do it well or you're all going to do push-ups He does seem to be that kind of coach I always wonder how long that kind of works Yes As long as they win, people will buy in Yes Alright
0: Will they win without goalies? <laughs> I, I'm, this is. I'm like, oh my god, we're Montreal this year. You can, you can. We're win. gonna be okay, but no one's gonna care because the goalie
1: situation. You can sink win us. without goalies, but you need a very strong possession game somewhere in the range of a hundred percent. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> just doing the math on that. One. <laughs> uh so there you go folks
0: that is our i don't know, first three weeks in review we'll be back let's see what happens with the uh goalie situation let's see what happens maybe mike hoffman will score well i'm
1: hoping that'll happen
0: at some point but as always go local sports team and be safe
1: though <laughs> see you later
0: For a couple of fellers who both still live with their moms Breaking the towns, local hockey team down, some microphones on No other podcast was finer What was more of a hit with the big big diners We never thought they'd make it past episode 5 Whoa, somehow these dudes named Chet and Paris are alive whoa
1: whoa, 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 whoa I do if I had whoa, any other things on my whoa, phone Let me see whoa, what this says, what else I wrote Just the word (laughs) slew. It's all you need. They call Alabama the Crimson Tide. Call me Lyndon Slew.
0: Lyndon Slew. It's pretty
1: good. And I'm never going back to our old (laughs) slew. Slew it again. (laughs) Are you with me, Dr. (laughs) Slew? some more there's, there's gotta be there's more go, yeah. there's gotta be more but maybe we can spare people on that one how dare you <laughs> this is the content that people want I know right they're clamoring this, for this is the, make see this... dan
0: wind and slewage puns for 15 minutes yeah
1: this is this, this is outro at best <laughs>